0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I am joined by my buddy, Aram in Toronto. What's up, Aram?
1: Not much. Happy playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. So just so you all listeners know, Aram and I are doing a two-part playoff preview episode because there's just so much to talk about. The first part is primarily uh, this part, which is going to be about your Golden State Warriors and what we think of them going into the first round against Nuggets, how far we think they can go, et cetera, and all that good stuff. And then the second part is going to be just about the playoffs in general, the NBA playoffs uh, for like all the teams and what we're looking forward to, what we see happening and all that stuff. So again, this is the first part about the Warriors. Second part is just about the rest of the uh, NBA playoffs and uh, tune in to that. Soon after. All right. That being said, Aaron, how hyped
1: are you? You know, uh, Steph is probable. I just saw that uh, on on Twitter. So I'm I'm super excited. I mean, <laughs> this team. It's so hard to tell. You know, there's such a high variance of what they can be. Like they are legitimate championship contenders, uh, but you can also imagine a universe where the wheels fall off and maybe they'll make it out of the first round. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's exciting in one way. It's uh, stressful and anxiety inducing in another. So, um, but to see everybody back in the real playoffs, I mean, we had, you know, a hint of it in the play in games last year, but as uh, the play-in games announcers have uh, frequently said this week, these are not playoff games. These do not count. So, uh, so last year, even though it was kind of the hint of playoffs, it it, it didn't count. So this is the real deal. And and also, really, I want to see how some of these people, some of these players who are new to it, respond. So, you know, I I, I know you already made your pick um, the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you? Mm-hmm. How are you? Okay. How are you feeling about that pick? Because that was that was a week ago. That was before Steph was coming back. And so, how are you feeling? Yeah, now? yeah.
0: So my pick was. Warriors in 6. And I will stick to that. I mean it could be Warriors in 5. I think the Warriors will win unless something catastrophic happens because as I've said many times to you and on the show is if Steph Clay, Draymond and now with the emergence of Jordan Poole, if those guys are healthy, I like our chances. There's that stat, right, of that of the uh, the championship those three dudes, the core, Steph, Clay, Draymond. When they play, when they're healthy for a playoff series and they play each game, they've never lost, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I'll ride with that, sure. You know, I mean, it's been three years since they've been in the playoffs, which is crazy. But, you know, to me, like, until that gets proven wrong, I'm good. There's so much experience there that, uh, and then you throw in Igodala when he can get on the court that uh, I'll ride with that. The reason why I'll still go with six is because, well inherently pessimistic sure (laughs) one but uh two is Steph hasn't played in a while so there may be some games where there's hiccups and the high variance you talk about uh, as much as we've seen and we like a lot of the guys there's just been a lot of high variance throughout the season so you Mm -hmm. may not know what you're gonna get so I'm given a little bit of wiggle room there like I feel like if it's a six game win for the Warriors, it's one of those where they maybe like get the first two and then lose the se- uh, the third and then win the fourth. And then, you know, like it, it's not like one where they're they're ever down. You know, that's not what I think is going to happen. I think they'll be yeah. in control, but Jokic is good enough to to uh, win a
1: game or Wiggins free throw shooting is bad enough to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. Well, I mean, um well, a couple of things, you know, n- not to be the negative Nelly, but to double down on your pessimism is like uh, you know, despite the the stat of uh when they're healthy and they they all play, they never lose. It's also like well, it's going to happen at some point, right? Um, but uh, uh, let's or not, the... or
0: not. They might just go out like one of them's injured, and then
1: oh, you know, <laughs> no, don't you're... say that. Uh, that's <laughs>
0: absolutely... don't that's even I'm more... like in five years. In five
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Um, uh, but I, I, I will agree with the the thought that I mean, you know, and being realistically, uh, yeah, just being realistic about it. I, I can see them because of their inconsistencies. Kind of kicking one away for sure, you know, just mm-hmm. like they had uh, against Denver earlier in the season, or a number of games where they just blow an assignment, and it's at the end of a game. Those things matter, right? And whether it's whether it's something like that, uh, you know, due to them not having the continuity that they normally would have, or uh, missing free throws, or hack a loony those kinds of things like Haka Wiggins think, or yeah, Andre. I, yeah. I think lots of things can, can happen um, yeah. as they usually do in the playoffs. And this is not a, a team that is so um, kind of ironclad uh, juggernaut that they can withstand those kinds of things. Their, mm-hmm. their margins are a little bit smaller. So, um, but that's all going to make it more interesting, you know, even though the dynasty years were great, like we, we've talked about this before the dynasty years were great, but this, is super interesting because it's 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 an opportunity to see this this team uh, in a new era. Really, it's not the dynasty era anymore. It's new. Mm-mm. It's a new time, and see if some see if some old dogs still have it. You know, yeah, it's the kaminga era, the the <laughs> dawning. <laughs> well, <Okay. laughs> but I, de- I definitely want to talk about him. But um, <laughs> I, I I was curious. What do you think? Um, what are what are some key? Uh, Okay, I'm going to try not to be my uh pessimistic self, but what are I was going to say, what are your concerns? But what are your, some some of your key questions or your your key matchups?
0: I mean, I think it's fair to have concerns, but like just throughout the regular season what I was always preaching was being healthy going into the playoffs and this is as healthy as they will have been. Mm -hmm. And they're really cutting it close considering like their best player is just coming (laughs) back from an injury. Right. So this is the healthiest they'll uh, have been all season or they'll be. And I'm excited for that. But like, that's, that's the biggest question for me, right. Is how rusty Steph is uh, based on injury and throughout the playoffs, it's going to be, you know, I alluded to this when, We were talking in the last episodes, like uh, how long can Draymond, Steph, Clay, Andre Godala stay, and even Otto Porter Jr. How long can they all stay healthy throughout this grind of the playoffs? It is a benefit that the stretches that these guys were out for the season, other guys stepped up, right? We've seen so like... and. We've also seen them play poorly during those stretches, right? Like when when Draymond was out, it wasn't like, oh, all of a sudden Kaminga stepped up and they just went on winning streaks. They didn't, right? Uh, When Steph went out, the Warriors looked bad until Mm -hmm. the final stretch of games. They beat Utah. um, They beat Sac, Lakers, whatever. And they played basically bad teams. So what's real? (laughs) Like that's a concern, right? You talked about that. Already just uh, the uh, inconsistencies and also like, you know, like is Jordan pool going to go back to the bench? I'm guessing yes. Cause you're not going to all of a sudden send Andrew Wiggins to the bench yeah. or start against Jokic without Kevon Looney. And so is Jordan pool, is he going to be fine? I think he will be, but we don't know. We mm-hmm. all, we know is that when he came off the bench before he was a little iffy. But now if he has assurances in his mind and maybe from the coaches that like you'll, you know, play 30, 35 minutes or you you will be there in crunch time, then it's a different perspective. And then to go to, you know, our guy, Clay, love Clay Thompson, but can he keep building on this? I think he will. I guess sometimes optimism sneaks into my fandom, but uh, (laughs) I think that. And, and I've talked about this towards the end of the regular season, like those gaps give him time to get his mind, get his body right. He's not like, you know, turning around on back to, well, he doesn't play back to backs, but turning around like with only like a day off with like three or four games right away where uh, it's, it's, it's all too quick. And, and I do think he'll rise to the occasion of the playoffs. That's the, he, 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 He's been wanting this for a long time. Last time he was in the playoffs, he tore his ACL, right? So I'm sure uh, I'm expecting good things from him. Knock on wood.
1: Yeah, I mean the the health thing is is always key, and just you know any any playoff run for every one of these teams. I mean, you know, it's interesting. We were we were uh, sending uh, a text about about Paul George and the play play in game, and COVID is still a wild card. To factor into the health uh, kind of matrix of, of how a team will get through the the postseason, so uh, you know, knock on wood, that that is something that they can also navigate. In addition to these dudes being old, <laughs> so um, you know, I I I agree. Clay looks as good as he's looked. He looks pretty sharp. Um, you know, it's easy to say he looks like old Clay when he's you know uh, averaging however many points he was averaging in his last few games. And, um, you know, I don't think he needs to be that per se, but um, it's sure going to help. The pool question that he's one of my big keys is that, uh, you know, he's had to play multiple roles all year, um, whether it was filling in for clay, coming off the bench, filling in for Steph. And so can all of those things come together now? Right. I, I think his confidence, uh, and everybody's confidence in him should be at an all time high, um, but will it come together on the court in terms of how they operate? Um, uh, you know that that great run came when Steph was out, but at the same time he was also great at the beginning of the year when they were playing a lot together and they have great kind of on off uh, numbers together. So mm-hmm. um, it's a big experiment to see if all of these things are going to come together. Mm -hmm. I think the other experiment is Wiggins. He has had kind of two seasons and, you know, how much of his kind of defensive decline or, or what felt like a decline was due to not playing with Draymond, you know, and like, and, and we noticed that team wide, but maybe he was hurt by that the most. Right. Um, So with him, with Draymond back uh, and Wiggins has has looked better in the last, you know, few weeks. So the big question is, you know, I think their defense is going to be there, um, and and I don't think Denver's going to push them too much. Jokic is amazing, um, but I think they're smart enough schematically. They have enough uh, to match up with them. So a, a big thing is, do they have enough scoring? Um, which is always weird to say with such good shooters, but. Uh, can Pool and Wiggins give that supplemental scoring, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's second unit or just when people are keen on staff, like who's who else is going to score and where are they going to score and they're going to do it efficiently? Those kinds of things. So, you know that that's a big thing. And I, you know, I'm a little bit looking ahead of just the Denver series because I think again, you know, I I could imagine a place where you know. Uh, Denver could win, but I think it's pretty narrow to be honest. Um, so looking ahead for a long run, I mean, pool and Wiggins are absolutely the keys.
0: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I mean, the thing is, it's like you know, if you get pool or clay hitting shots, I mean, the assumption is Steph is going to be scoring like you know 30 ish points a game, and if you get pool or clay, then you'll be in a decent spot mm-hmm. Wiggins. Yeah. I mean, I just want him to play some defense and hit 40%, 35% of his threes and give us that because obviously pool has stepped into stepped over him in terms of like the, the scoring hierarchy and everything. And what I'm really curious about too, is like, obviously we talk about Poole and to a lesser extent, Jonathan Kaminga, lesser extent in the sense that he's not going to play as many minutes but those are two guys who can get buckets when your threes your jump shots aren't falling those are those are two guys who can at least get to the to the foul line right yeah and i always forget about wiggins because in theory he should be that guy too but you don't want him when he's going good (laughs) yeah well
1: when he's going good he's he's got that little mid-range game and yeah. Pull ups and those kinds of things, and and he can and he, when he's aggressive, he can he can get buckets. So yeah, I I, th- I think that that mid range is always like that place in the playoffs where um it's open, right? Yeah, and yeah. and but uh, an encouraging thing is that we have Clay to do that as well, and and he's been hitting those shots pretty well uh in this lead up to the playoffs. I mean, um yeah, I mean if you think about last year uh in those play in games a lot of pressure like Wiggins wasn't bad. Um so I'm optimistic that he'll kind of at least match that level. But you know, you think about last year's team, like there wasn't anybody that you could really rely on to score. Uh, uh-huh. you had Stefan and hopefully somebody else will step up. But Ken Basemore. <laughs> well, yeah yeah a few shots, uh. <laughs> um but uh you know I think who's going to score and who's going to fill in that supplemental scoring. There's just a lot more options, you know, a oh, yeah. pool a year later. Uh, and, uh Clay is back. Right. So yeah, it's a little bit less of a worry. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we
0: can't really be definitive because we just don't know. We haven't seen this team together at all. And yeah, that's literally. true for <laughs> a lot of teams, right? Like Denver's missing Michael Porter Jr. and um, Jamal Murray. So these guys, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, we can rely on Poole maybe, right? Because we don't know for sure, for sure, right? Because we haven't (laughs) seen him succeed coming off the bench with Steph and Clay and everybody back. Clay, we don't know because of his inconsistencies. And like Wiggins, because of his inconsistencies. Steph, because he's coming off of an injury. And he was shooting poorly, the poorest stretch of his career, poorly for him, great for anyone else. You know, so like we just don't know if we had a three month sample size of all these guys playing together and clicking to see, OK, you know what? These guys are kind of unbeatable or it's like, oh, you know what? These guys just don't have it anymore. So like that's why it's so interesting to me. And it's such a different experience from all the other playoff runs since the dynasty started, including the very first one where they were really good and they they were like, you know, Battling with uh, the Grizzlies for best record in the league back in 2014 and 15. But we didn't know that they would be that good by yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. Right now, we have memories of what these guys were like. And we've seen flashes of Kaminga doing this, Poole doing that. But putting it all together, uh, yes, it could. But also, it might be a little
1: wonky at par- in yeah. parts, you know, at yeah. times. It so. could be. <laughs> I'm prepared for some rough moments in the first first couple of games. So I'm I'm curious, like, you know, you can think of it in this series, uh, but also for future series as well. Like, let's assume our picks, because I'm also picking the Warriors in six. um, Let's assume that happens. And we, obviously we don't know who will be their opponent, but just projecting ahead. Do you think that their lack of bigs is going to hurt them?
0: Yeah, that was on my list of concerns and lack of bigs. It won't, it won't help them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it could hurt them for sure, right? Because yeah. if the Warriors play the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. how much can b to really help you, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's going to get run <laughs> off the court, right? Yeah, so yeah. then you're really just rolling with Draymond, Kaminga, Otto Porter Jr. And Looney. Uh, and, uh, you know... And Looney. And yeah. in theory, that's not so bad when you look at them like, oh, those are great options. Right. But like they all have their flaws. Draymond's a little bit mm-hmm. older and he's undersized. Looney is, you know, not the most athletic auto junior undersized and not um, not the most athletic guy at his age. And Kaminga's is just inexperienced. Right. So like there's there's question marks everywhere. So, yes, 100 percent. It, it is a concern against them. And if they were to play another big center, I mean, it definitely is is a big issue. That could be one of their fatal flaws.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always been a concern all year, and yeah, it remains to be seen if it's going to come back and bite them, right? Like that's every team has it. Maybe outside of Phoenix has a concern going into the playoffs, and this is a pretty big one. And it may not hurt them. It may not matter, uh, but I, I just, usually when you, usually your, your flaws get exposed in the playoffs, right? Because mm-hmm. they're literally hunting that, right? Yeah. Like that's part of the scouting report. That's points of emphasis, right? So it's going to come back and hurt them. Um, I think the the question is, is can they get through that? And so, I mean, another one of my concerns is like, um, you know, you mentioned the the age and the health, but it's not only that, it's also, um, the kind of lack of uh, athleticism or kind of athletic. uh, I wrote, this is hard to say dynamism. Yeah. Athletic dynamism, you know, like is that, is that going to hurt them? Like, or is the old man strength, old man craftiness going to help them uh, get through that?
0: it, It depends on who you're playing, right? Like those lineups, once Andre and Otto Porter Jr. came back to the lineup where it was like, you know, Andre, OPJ,
1: Bielitsa, um, who's another old guy that they would roll out there. Well, GP2 is is not young, actually. Yeah, was, whatever, yeah. 28 or 29.
0: So, so, like, it was just a bunch of older dudes. And I was like, wow, they look rough. And, you know, Kerr needed to roll those guys out because, you know, to get them ready for the playoffs because he's going to go with those guys. And I think that that lineup, you know, it could be exploited Obviously with Bielitza, but just in general. But you know, uh, I mean, that's where the
1: adjustments come in. I'm sure Kerr's is going to try it, and they'd be like, "Oh, that didn't oh, work." Kerr is definitely going to try it. Like you, know, he just loves his vets, and you know, I to a certain degree, like you, you understand that because vets do, um, they've been there before, and, then, and yeah and he tr- he wants to go with things he can trust, and then adjust off of that. Um, which makes sense, but it's just like when you see this, like you know, molasses lineup, right? It's yeah. just like it's like oof, and, and and you notice it so much when you are playing a an athletic team like the Wolves or the Grizzlies, yep. um, and then and then you notice it so much when Kaminga comes in, yeah, right? like yeah. <laughs> just like whoa, okay, this is this is, I mean, Kaminga's like top tier athleticism, but still, mm-hmm. it's just like the the gulf between it. It's huge.
0: Yeah. I think he's somebody that you're going to see against the Grizzlies and that old lineup. I mean, they'll do better if they run into the Suns, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's just too bad that we don't have like a James Wiseman for that athletic big dude in the middle that like, Hey, we need two points. Catch this, you know, or uh, just someone in there to give a change of pace. Like, Oh, you think you're garden old man Looney this whole game? No, it's like, hey, here's this uh, seven foot um, unicorn. If he's healthy, type deal. So uh, the the age does does give me pause, but they have some options if they decide to to uh,
1: go with a younger, more athletic guy
0: if they need to.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean they they do they definitely have way better options. Um, and I hate to keep comparing it to last year, but we've done that all year, right? And just sure. like, yeah. like imagine, you know, there there are options. He can, he can, if he wants a little bit more scrappy toughness, put JTA in
0: or Chiozo. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't think he's eligible being a two-way two-way contract, so
0: oh darn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you. you you could imagine a world where Kerr puts in Moody for, you know, for a little boost, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, um, you know, he always likes to experiment a little bit too, despite his, you know, proclivity for some veterans. So um, I guess I'm curious too. I mean, we've kind of touched on them a little bit. Um, what, what do you th- like? So we covered some concerns and I mm-hmm. guess, you know, you would say, well, the opposite are the keys, but um but what do you, what do you think some keys are to like uh, the road road to a championship? I mean, you know, <laughs> let me say something besides health.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's just because
0: you know. <laughs> if they're healthy, then I uh, then I like them. Um, just their shooting in general, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. will they have enough scoring? I mean, it's 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 the opposite. You you said it right there. It's the opposite of the concerns because those are the things that I think. Could and would stop them. I mean, I haven't really gone so far as to like look at the Eastern Conference potential uh, uh, champions, you know, to see who would be there in the finals. Yeah. But for me, it's like just highlighting those uh, issues. If those work out, if they can solve some of those problems, and if those question marks, uh, the high variance stuff, you know, they're not all going to break, right. You know, but yeah, if most of them do, then I, I like the Warriors.
1: Yeah. I and you simple, know you know, the, the scoring thing, you know, it's been partially kind of self-inflicted in that Kerr leans so heavily on defense and you understand why, but it's also, uh, it is self-inflicted because he won't put out offensive lineups. And I think yeah. the roster is a little bit more tilted that way this year with, with some players that are very like offensively uh, minded or uh, are deficient on defense. But to me, like, it's specifically like if a Steph clay and pool combo playing, you know, 20 minutes together in that kind of three guard lineup, if that can work like that is, that is a crazy offensive combination yeah. and if they yeah. can all work together like you're not going to have any problems scoring and i think teams are going to have a hard time keeping up too i mean one mm-hmm. of the I, one of the things i've loved about seeing pool in this last stretch is like he was scoring but he was also distributing yeah. really well and so yeah. you can imagine where that could fit in with Stephen clay <laughs> as options on the wings, somebody to pass to, right. You yeah. know, like who are just going to knock it down. So, you know, that, that really gives me less worry about offense, but it just depends on if they can survive on defense, which I think they can. I mean, mm-hmm. um, cause sometimes like the best defense is at least a little bit, you know, is some offense. If you're scoring, then the mm-hmm. other team has a lot more pressure on them. You can set your defense, uh, if you're consistently scoring and I mean, I think that gets, and they're not getting out in transition, right? Which, you know, for a team, like if you play Memphis, like that's a huge thing for them. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to put the pressure on offensively. And that yeah. is a sort of a form of defense,
0: right? Yeah. How many teams have three wing defenders that could lock down guys like Steph clay And pool, and also be disciplined,
1: you know, to kind of put up with the scheme, right? So, because it's not just about like locking them down; it's like sticking with like you know coverages and all these kind of. And
0: actually, being then you'll have three guys. How many of them on the other team can actually defend and then score? Mm -hmm. You know, to keep up. And you know, the pool thing is something I've thought about, (laughs) right? Because I was like watching the Wolves um, Clippers game, and I thought about the draft of 2020 and. Wiseman, Edwards, and Lamelo, and when I used to talk about, uh, or when I used to entertain the idea of the Warriors drafting Lamelo Ball, I was like, ah, I don't see it, but I can see a future where they have this point guard who, as Steph and Clay get older, uh, they're off ball and they're just like running crazy, you know, around screens, and Lamelo Ball is just hitting them and the running transition, all this stuff, and. Not saying that pool is is like ball, but pool is good, obviously, as a mm-hmm. scorer and as a better distributor than he was even before Clay came back. And I think that is almost what you just described. There is kind of what I was thinking about a couple of days ago when I was thinking about Lamella Ball, and then I was like, "Pool kind of does that," and then you just mm-hmm. said it because that frees them up so much, and the fact that Pool was doing so much of Clay's stuff before, and then he was doing so much of Steph's stuff the past month. Yeah, I mean, that just opens up more options for them on how to use pool because he can do a lot of those other things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, if that works, then it, it is just going to be very, very tough, you know? And then when you have that, and another thing in general is the playoff experience, right? There's a lot of guys who don't have it, but if you're riding with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Andre, Godala, uh, Steve Kerr as your coach, you're going to have a little bit more confidence in the playoffs overall. And I look to some of these younger teams that haven't been there yet, and I wonder, you know, will they get shook? Mm-hmm. You know, when it gets when things get tight, are they going to falter? It could happen to some of the younger guys on the Warriors or some of the yeah. people who haven't played in big pressure games, but I'm, I'm looking at, at the Grizzlies, like they want all the smoke as they say, as you mentioned. <laughs> They're up and, in the chimney apparently. it's yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a nice
0: line. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, uh, but like, are they going to, you know, deer in the headlights type thing at a certain yeah. point? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe not.
1: Yeah. You know, maybe not. So, maybe not. I mean, maybe, you know, we've talked about like how young players are, you know, more prepared and ready to play better than ever before. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that applies to the playoffs.
0: The NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Download the Draft King Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook,
1: an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This kind of segues into one of my other, I guess, keys is like, and and it's kind of the counterpoint to whether or not like bigs lack of bigs will hurt them it's like and you know we've seen uh this game plan before is that it's like a you know the old saying is like styles win fights right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's true right i feel like in the warriors championship runs it was always about forcing the other team to play their style right mm-hmm. um because you play your style <laughs> the best right mm-hmm. and so if you if you play a team that has bigs, like can you run them off the floor, right? Or do what you said, like, um, they don't have enough defenders who can score, right? So they gotta put more offense on the floor, and then you're just and then you're beating those dudes too, right? And just speeding up the game, um, you know, just getting a crowd into a frenzy, going on on massive runs that come just on, Chase Center. Yeah, let's go, Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, tech
0: bros. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, kind of. Um, Yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel you. Like, there's, uh, there's, I mean, that's what makes it so fun, right? (laughs) Like, this, uh, the, the fun of like the dynasty years was like, oh man, can we win this title in only sixteen games? (laughs) Like, (laughs) how, how amazing can we be? But there's certain challenges and certain. Senses of assurance, I think, in going to these playoffs, which makes it so it's, it's just so unique compared to the, the, you know, the dynasty years. And I've said this before, too. Like, I'm just excited to see those four championship core dudes in the playoffs. Like, it'll be such a settling experience, you know, at least for me um and they're gonna so be on the floor 12. in crunch time too
1: you yeah. just know it right yeah absolutely and, and why, not? why yeah. not that's what they're there for that's what andre came back for like that's this is his like fast and furious one last job right
0: i mean this was his this is the reason why he sat for three months right because yeah. like he's 38 years old and then it's like you know i don't need to play these games uh, uh, it, like just keep your body right. And even at the beginning of the season, when Iguodala first came back, I was like, I kept saying, he looks good, put him on ice. Yeah, why is he playing? <laughs> if you have to, right? Like reason, he looks good the first reason. two weeks. And then the <laughs> first time he kind of had an injury, it was like he was gone for like a game then came back. And then when he was gone for like a stretch, I was like, that's fine. He'll be back and he'll be who he needs to be when you need him to hopefully win 16 games in the playoffs. And then that's it. That's what you're paying him, whatever the veterans minimum for is to show up in and, those moments.
1: And, you know, and he, he played in the last you know week or whatever. And it was really a cool reminder of like, yeah, like there are things that happen out there that you don't see. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, we've watched enough basketball, but I still don't even see it for sure. But yeah. like, but some, but it has a tangible effect on the game. And those are the things that he does. And those are the things that matter in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see him, to see him back. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you can count on him for a couple of, you know, chop, chop down uh, uh, yeah. steals and, uh, you know, maybe a clutch well, basket here and there. Two two steals, Four fouls,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the thing is, right? Like, I could be wrong, but so we saw Steph, Clay, and Draymond play together for eleven minutes. Yeah. I, I don't, I think Andre was still out, so we saw the yeah. four of them play zero minutes this yep. year together, yep. Yep. right? So that's something like you know when I think about the old guy lineup I just referred to with Billie Auto Otto Porter Jr., uh, Gary Payton the second, etc. I'm like, that's cool, but but can we see Andre with uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond? That's mm-hmm. that's what I really want, and um, it'll be. I mean, that lineup, throw in Wiggins, throw in Poole, throw in Kaminga, whomever else. If the Warriors get to play Phoenix, I mean, that would be really really fascinating yeah. for me. You know, chess
1: chess match basketball. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Memphis is just gonna be a totally different beast if yeah. the Warriors get there. So, so uh, uh, I think my last, my last key, um, and I guess it is sort of in response to the concern is, you know, I think uh, every playoff run, there's always like the surprise contributor, quote unquote, I'm doing air Mm -hmm. quotes. Um, So, I mean, I think it's, I think it's obvious who, who it's going to be. I mean, we talk about high variance as a team, but just like high variance player and high variance coach's support for this guy <laughs> is Kaminga, right? Like yeah. he is it's just so dynamic. He can go get a bucket. Uh, he can f- commit three fouls in two minutes, uh, get super frustrated, and you never see him again, right? Or he lets a, a back cut go by him, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be really interesting if he can be this like huge X factor Mm -hmm. um, because he does so many things that they don't, they don't have. And they've been saying that all year. It's like, yo, this guy has something Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully we can deploy it. Right. And this is the time to do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I hope so. I mean, in every scenario, like I would love to see him out on the court. I understand why uh, Kerr might not play him as much. I mean, the main reason is because guys are back. They're healthy, mm-hmm. right? Andre pushes him down the line. Draymond pushes him down the line. Uh, Otto Porter Jr., and then forcing Bielitza into, into the rotation, pushes him down. So all those dudes have pushed him uh, further down the depth chart, but you're going to need him because one of those guys is going to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, like if they have a long run, right? Yeah, yeah. and He's going to come in and, you know, I get to some extent why Kerr has been like, you know, uh, not just playing him less. Uh, Actually, I do get that because he wants to get Andre with all those other guys as much as possible in uh, this lead up to the playoffs. But like verbally, like what Kerr is saying, I get it, you know, like I don't. It, it could be, I'm hoping that it's like, he doesn't want to put too much pressure on the yeah, kid. Right. Yeah, like yeah. We're He's really
1: tempering have- expectations for fans, for the team it, and
0: everybody. It, exactly. So like, even when Myers says, Oh yeah, I think, uh, when he says like a month ago, I think Kaminga has a spot in the rotation, in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, you know, like, let's, let's pull it back <laughs> a little bit yeah. to make sure that like he is, uh, not going to go into the playoffs because you don't know how someone's going to react but he doesn't go in there try to do too much and you know have some of those bad lapses on defense but if you think about
1: yeah but you think about through the year like he's had so many good games on those like national games saturday night abc games he's just been so good like i can hear like Mike Breen saying, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I,
0: and I can hear Grand Hill compare him to Bo Outlaw.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good Did you catch that? that on Bo Did you catch that when that happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It was early in earlier in the season and he compared him to Bo Outlaw from his days in Orlando. And I think good player, player. Bo Outlaw, good player. And and I tweeted about that, and everybody else did too, because it was like, "Duh, that is a terrible comp." (laughs) Um, But then it was funny because he kept backtracking from it (laughs) in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tried to explain it like later, you know. And what I mean is, you know. But uh, yeah, that being said, I think uh, I mean he's going to be like an important player if the Warriors. Are to get far, plain and yeah. simple. They're going to yeah. need that guy to to do things, and I'm hoping, I'm expecting that he will have a very, very solid coming out party. I mean, like, I think so too. The only other guy ahead of him in the draft is Scotty Barnes, who's in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So you have him, you have yep. Kaminga, and then I think you go to uh, Zaire, uh, Zaire Williams, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who I don't know whoever whoever else is after that if there's any other lottery guys in the playoffs but you know I feel like you no know, people haven't really slept on Kaminga but like when you watched him uh, I'm guessing you probably didn't <laughs> but it, when you watched him in the in the rookie game and uh, All Star Weekend it was just like oh he's not like one of those guys like yeah. you know he doesn't know anybody that well and he's he wasn't like really showcased that much. But there's people who don't realize how good he is still, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I would love for him to kind of take that little mini step, both him and Poole, right? Like for the future of the franchise, I know that's not the priority right now in terms of uh, the, the playoff day to day, but I hope that Kaminga gets minutes. 'Cause that's mm-hmm. going to be huge for him, his growth and uh moving forward uh, after that. And I also get Kerr not, you know, committing to Kaminga because like, you know, what are you get? Like Andre Godal is gonna be like, Yo, why are you why are you saying that? <laughs> like, why are you really gonna do that? You know, this kid's half my age. Like, you're really gonna
1: play him this much? <laughs> this is my last year and you're you're <laughs> you're putting it on this. I think all of you know um, Warriors fandom is thinking about Kaminga and, and really wanting this, and um, and we'll see how it comes along. I mean, I think, I think, um, I mean, it's no secret for people who have been watching the whole season, but I think to a lesser extent, or maybe, maybe not lesser extent, is uh, GP2. I think he's gonna be super important in this playoffs yeah. just as a guy who can be that point of attack uh, defender. Um, they don't. If they play Memphis, they don't guard Morant very well. Nobody does, but um, but he's had his moments against him. Uh, mm-hmm. You kind of wish he played in the play in game last year uh, yeah. against the Grizzlies. Uh and then and it's just gonna help on on any kind of dynamic guard. Um, mm-hmm. And if he can get a few dunks, and he's he's just so good around the basket, he catches everything. Uh, he's amazing touch. Amazing that, touch yeah. around the rim for like a, whatever six foot one or six foot tall he is. And then mm. hopefully I hit a few of those corner threes and then we're good. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, I love that guy and I love the story. Um, I, I want it to be part of this uh, part of this championship run in a, in a positive way.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, outside of the main vets and the youngsters, the, the draft picks over the last couple of years, like Gary Payton the second is the one guy I want them to keep if possible you know for next yeah. season just because he he has a very very specific role and sure he got a little bit banged up this year but uh he doesn't seem injury prone or anything like that he just yeah. seems to get you know banged up and you know they pulled him back so uh I would I would love to see him back next season and uh You know, I have so many thoughts about next season already. Don't Um, talk about
1: next season. (laughs) Come on. We're on the eve of the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Do you have any major concerns about the first round? I don't want to sound too confident, but no, not really. Other than, oh, it might be really ragged. And then they could drop a game or two because of that. But even that, even if it's ragged, I think they'll be in the game. You know, I don't see them getting blown out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Outside of your normal, normal concerns. It's like, yeah, I, again, don't want to be too overconfident. Anything can happen in sports, but no, I don't, I'm not too worried. I'm definitely worried about the future rounds. Yeah. With the nuggets, like the
0: nuggets haven't seen this warriors team. Neither have we. But it's it's funny, right? Because you try to think about the Warriors and everybody's like, oh, the Warriors aren't good enough. But like, but have you seen who's going to be playing like the lineup that's going to be playing in the playoffs versus who they've been playing,
1: you know, for 2022? And you were saying like, you know, we if we had seen a a, a longer sample size of this team all altogether for 30 games or whatever, if they if we had, I'm fully confident we would have been competing for a number one seat you yeah. know like yeah. just in terms of like what we saw earlier in the year um when they had that time to ramp up into you know getting that continuity and then you know injuries happened and transitions and reintegrations and whatnot like then yeah there were some ugly games but like if you can get this team firing on all cylinders man it's it's going to be fun to watch yeah. for sure and in a in
0: a lot of ways like this nuggets team without um, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray with like their one MVP caliber star. It's like, I feel like we've seen those kinds of teams play against the Warriors in the playoffs during the dynasty, right? Whether mm-hmm. it was like the 80 Pelicans or even the Blazers, you know, different, yeah. different position, but like, it's like, okay, if there's that one guy, you know, you can,
1: that you can game plan around that. Are you, are you concerned at all about a potential Jamal Murray comeback? No, because we
0: saw how hard it is to come yeah. back from yeah. an injury and it's not like Steph being out for a month with like a sprained foot. It's or even KD being out for a couple months with a MCL. This is an ACL he's been out for I think like eight, April of 12th was when he got yeah. hurt last it's year. It's been something. a year. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I would do that if I were them. You know, yeah, they have. I wouldn't either. Honestly, like I would love to see a healthy Warriors team play a healthy Nuggets team. To me, that's like a one and two battle next year. Yeah, they've got right? a
1: great future. So yeah, like, so why I actually, like don't risk it? Like, yeah, and I like I like I like, I like their team. I like the the way they play. I like I like their yeah. players um you yeah. know ask me in a couple of weeks but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me how much you like
0: monte morris yeah, <laughs> or how much Capazzo. you like will, will barton yeah yeah that guy that guy's um it's it'll pick your be your green
1: uh... too right yeah pick your green
0: exactly your and point. it's like hey if they want to put uh that guy what's his name compazzo facundo compazzo yeah if they want to like put him on steph to be a nuisance like a like a Matt Delvidova, yeah, Danny Delvidova. Yeah, then all right, great. We have other guys who can score, right? Like yeah. in the second round if we get the Grizzlies if we're make making that far, then Dylan Brooks, cool. Guard staff. We got other guys who can who can uh, fill it up in the box score. So I'm looking forward just to seeing those challenges and I'm hoping, I'm hoping like my ideal scenario is like other teams like, "Oh, this is what it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like Uh-oh. these are the real warriors, yep. you know, Uh-oh. minus James Wiseman, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but it's funny. I will say one thing about Jamal Murray. It's like, I think, uh, right. Like I, when I was watching the Warriors play the Suns last time, I was like, oh man, I forgot. End of last season. I was hoping that Poole could be like a Cameron Payne type six man mm-hmm. guy off the bench. Like, cause you know, Payne was playing so well end of last season into the playoffs, and now it's like I feel like he's graduated. Right to I'm not saying he's Jamal Murray uh, at all, but like he's like a, a lesser Jamal Murray. Yeah, <laughs> he's like like he's he's more than that kind of uh, stratosphere than like oh he's like campaign. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's it's just a thought. I'm I'm, I'm curious uh, uh, about that moving moving forward. Um,
1: well, the playoffs is going to define a lot about uh, a lot of people's reputation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see.
0: Cool. All right. Well, um, y'all be sure to stay tuned for part two. This is the end of part one. Part two is going to be about just the NBA in general, the playoffs, the whole field. What we think is and a little bit to, of Warriors yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a ton of a Warriors bit more stuff, Warriors. but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more Warriors. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Capino or at Oakland Warriors. You can find Aram at Aram Collier. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tune in to our YouTube channel. The link will be in the show notes below. Tell your Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen to the Oakland Warriors podcast produced by National Film Society and as a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about us in a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful too. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs.